Just tell somebody beside you, get out of the park. Get out of the park. In life, we tend to settle into what we met on the ground. In life, we tend to stay and maintain a decorum. In life, we don't take challenge as the challenge is. What I've seen in life is this, if you get to a point, anywhere God allows you to get to, anywhere God allows you to visit, anywhere God allows you to have, um, to, to just be part of, God is expecting you to make an impact. What separate a child of God from all this is the impact you make. The impact, the difference, the, the way you are not ready to study for status quo and you are saying there is something in me that can turn this place around. There is something I carry that I will not allow it to be wasted. Hallelujah. I was reading about the stories of how America got to where they are. And it is because people will not settle for less. Now, when I say they will not settle for less, you know, if you look at the issues in Nigeria today, especially in Lagos, uh, People were saying Lagos is no man's land. I'm not commenting whether it is a no man's land or not. But the challenge here is this. Some people saw where they were and they did not develop it. And somebody came into that environment and said, I dare to be different. Hallelujah. And the opportunity is always available for everybody. And it's who grabs the opportunity. Who is able to take it by the bronze. Uh, about, five, about eight, nine years ago, I used to have a PA, I mean, maybe Mama's PA. And this PA will not be able to allow anything disorganized around her. You will see her, she will go beyond that department and be sorting other things out. And at times, that is where God wants us to get to. Taking a step beyond where we are. Let's open to the book of Luke, chapter 17. I'm reading verse 12 to 19. This is a story that we all know. Luke. Look, and if you look properly, you will see. Luke 17, verse 12. I said, as he entered into a certain village, there met him, met him ten men that were lepers. The ten men were lepers which stood afar off. They were standing at a distance. They were far off. Verse, the next verse, and they lifted up their voice and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Immediately they saw Jesus, they recognized who he was. 
and they know he has the capacity and the power to change their life. I believe all of us here today, we know Jesus can change our life. We know he has the capacity to change our life. I have one assurance that in the next six weeks, there will be a big turnaround in this assembly. The turnaround I'm talking is individuals. What make a church is individuals, not the building. Hallelujah. Building wise, and God is taking us to a massive place. But I'm saying this, in the next six weeks, there will be a change that you will know God has actually been with you. Some of you are going to enter into some, some serious, serious business contract. Some business, some job contract, some money contract, some money investment. We are people thought it was over. It will, it will come to you where you are sitting. Help will show up where you least expected it. In the name of Jesus. So verse 46, and when he saw them, he said unto them, go show yourself unto the priest. That was the command. Go show yourself unto the priest. Ten of them. The question is this. When you are born again, you are showing yourself to the priest. But it does not end there. It said, and it came to pass, as they went, they were cleansed. It said, go and show yourself to the priest. Immediately they start going. Immediately they start going, they were cleansed. Now, the question is this, they were cleansed, they have, they have not gotten to the priest. But they were cleansed. And in verse 15, And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back with a loud voice, glorify God. He turned back and became a worshiper. He turned back and began to shout, God has done it. You know, one thing I have I've realized in life is this, and I said it every second. Where I am today, it is God. How I manage not to be a pan wine tapper in the village, it is God. That I had the first class, I do this course, I do that course, it is God. There are people that we did the same course that they are teaching in the village. Hallelujah. So, he, I, I begin to attribute everything to God. That I can stand on the pulpit here talking to you. It is God. It's not because I'm perfect. It's not because I know what to do. It's not because I'm eloquent. It's not because I'm bold. In fact, I'm, I'm possibly more shy than everybody in this house. Hallelujah. But when God projects you for an assignment... Hold it tight. You need to go beyond where other stops. And that's why I said, get out of the park. It's a park of card. But in a park of card, there are kings, there are queens. There are nines, there are tens, and there are ace. 
you are the one who will determine how far you will go. Hallelujah. And one of them, when he saw he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. Give me the next verse, verse 16. Is the computer not responding? And fell down on his face to, at his feet, giving thanks. And he was a Samaritan. Why did the Bible say he was a Samaritan? The Bible wants us to realize that there are people who appreciate what God do to them. And there are people at every level they increase, they, a level of complaint increases. Can I repeat that? There are people, as God do little things, they appreciate. But there are some people at every level, complaint increases. God, why have you not left me in Nigeria? If I'm in Nigeria, I am better than this. Hallelujah. God, why did you allow me to marry? When I was single, I was better off than this. And they fasted and prayed for that marriage. Are you getting what I'm saying? Lord, these children are killing me. And they fasted and prayed for those children. Are you getting what I'm saying? It is important. Because many of us are facing challenges that is challenging our Christian life. And listen, the higher you go, the higher the challenges. That if we go down, forget it. I was telling Mama yesterday, the same city where I went to preach, that was the place where a tornado went into and tore everything apart. I mean, the same city I was for a whole week, weather was okay, I was jogging every day, and tornado went into the same city and tore it apart. God, we always preserve. And I, I was just, well, I know my, even if I was there and there was tornado, my wife will not hear anything until I come back. She will listen to the leaves. Hallelujah. I, I, don't worry, I'm at television. Whatever I tell her is the correct. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's why she has peace. So when I'm fidgeting, with, ah, this is, is, is what did they say? <laughs> what is he talking about? I will tell her what will not upset her mind and keep the right. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't allow your wife to start listening to news. So they will upset you. They will, ah! Oh, the church has gone up. How do we pray right? <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> God, we put some challenges before us. But there are always a way of escape. And there are two doors of escape. The first door is the door of easy escape. Jesus said, go and show yourself to the priest. As they were taking this step to go, the first step is they got healed. Oh, the instruction is this. Let me just go show my face to the priest and go. The other one said, no. There's somebody bigger. When you take the easy option, miracles stop at that level. But when you take the other side of the door, a bigger level of miracle come. Give me the next verse, please, boys. In verse 18, he said, There are not found, there are not found that return to give glory to God 
save the stranger. So they took the blessing and disappeared with the blessing. The blessing of God is without repentance. So the healing is permanent. But that is where it stops. And then give me verse 19. That's where I'm stopping. And in verse 19 says, And he said unto him, Arise, the guy that was worshipping. He said, You've taken a step beyond every other. Arise, go thy way. Thy faith has made thee whole. There's a difference between healing and wholeness. If you read it from different other versions of the Bible, wholeness means every other area of your life is been settled. Financially, it's been settled. Spiritually, it's been settled. Family-wise, it's been settled. Please, church, you need to get out of the park. In this church, we know who do what. I, I mean, I know everybody, but even the children knows who does what in the church. So if the children can say, this, 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 this is happening. How much we God says? We can complain from now till next year. God is calling you to solve the issues. Are we getting what I'm saying? And as a church, as servant of God, who that we all are, preacher is not the only servant of God, though. we are all meant to serve. And when you serve your servant of God, the calling upon us is to stand and make a change in our environment. 90% of what we are struggling with, another higher level of service of God will solve the problem. Are you getting what I'm saying? Another higher level. It is important as a church to know that God is in need for you to win it. God is in need for you to win it. In, give me Romans 8.31. Romans 8.31. Please, church, in the next eight weeks, let me put it that way, eight weeks, God is going to bring some things your way. God is going to bring some challenges your way. When I say challenges, not earthwise, not your job-wise, not anything. That you can easily avoid. But avoiding it will mean you shut some big doors. Embrace challenges and solve problems. Solve issues. The Bible said, what shall then say, what shall we then say of these things? If God be for us, who? Who can be against us? That means the moment you stand in for God, the moment you do things that pleases God, God undo everything. Matthew 6, 33, seek ye first. The kingdom of God and his righteousness is every other thing will be added to you. 
God is calling you to take another step in God. Another step in serving God. Humility, obedience will help you a lot. No, no, I'll be surprised with the higher level of humility of people at the top. Arrogance is not common for people who God helped to the top. When you see somebody that is arrogant, they are not attributing the help of God to their getting up. When they are telling you, I work for my money. You that you can sleep and not wake up. And you work for your money. Huh? You that you can just cross the road and collapse and you are gone. You walk. The Bible says we are like a flower that faded. So God is calling us and the church, I'm calling you to take a step and embrace God. Embrace God through service. Embrace God through deploying your energy, deploying your gift to the service of God. This is the church we are together in for now. What impact are you making? What impact? I was watching the women's uh, Mother's Day last Sunday and I saw some level of dance. That was a serious dance, Mama. Oh, no, I'm telling you, that was... That, that was, in fact, the dance of my man last Sunday was more than the dance on a birthday. And I was saying, my friend was with me and we were watching it because I projected it on the big screen. And I said, that woman is driving to victory. Yeah. And I was telling, I said, I said, that's the oldest woman in our church. He said, no, you don't mean it. So how old is she? Is she in her 50s? I said, don't worry, she's in her 20s. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. You, you see, whatever gift you have, you see to motivate somebody. You see to change somebody. We got to church and I begin to dance. You no, know, normally my friend will stay off church. We stay in the office till it is two minutes to preach. And I said to I said, I want to go and do my own dance. And so I got in there and I was dancing. You no, know, the music is not easily danceable. He started joining me to dance. So we got home and the, the wife was saying, boy, you don't dance before. Why are you copying your friend to dance? I said, see yourself. You go to church, you don't dance. There are some of us that we don't dance. Say the level of music today. And some of us are still waiting for somebody to motivate us to dance. Hallelujah. In rounding up, God is calling you to service. You can service yourself. You can do service out of that crisis you are in. You can serve God out of that poverty you are in. You can, you can do something in this house that will change everything about your life. As we go into, I mean, I'm preaching this just that would be the word I'm supposed to say for the workers' meeting. 
check yourself. What part are you playing in the growth of this church? Everything I've done, I can attribute it to serving God through somebody. I'm going to give you this, and I, I mean, I talked about it two Sundays ago. I was on a job, and they were about to terminate my job in a teaching job. They were just about to terminate my job in a teaching job. And I got to church on Sunday. Now, I didn't do anything bad. I was a training, co- I mean, I was an educational consultant before I joined the, the school I was teaching. They chopped money. <laughs> the, the owner of the business have partners with some foreign partners. So the Nigerian partner chopped the money. So the overseas partner, so that they don't lose their investment, withdraw the little money that remained and left our staff on our own. So one of the schools I was consulting with was Laura, Laura Secondary School there in first time. So I went to them and I said, no, no, my, my job is finished. And I said, oh, what will you be doing? I said, I don't even know. But they said, we are starting a secondary school. Can you, be, can you come and work for us till you get your job? And I said, oh, I will. And I said, I will. And we just go into it. I said, okay. Come and be our senior body house master, blah, blah. And I said, please listen. I should still be able to allow to write a business plan for school. Brothers, write policy, business plan. And, and they agree. Now, when I was working there, one of the big women there, also double up as a girlfriend of the owner, had problem with the madam. You know, that's the complicated issues. Now, God employed me. But now, madam, I did a wrong school. <laughs> now, madam, get school. Madam is the visionary. But our guy is the boss. Now, this lady was like the engine of the school. But madam didn't know that the engine of the school, they sleep with Oga. So when Oga, when Madame knew, Madame said, engine room must be sad. I didn't know what was going on. Nobody told me. So they said the woman should give three months notice and give a time notice. And in the process, he called me and said, can you do me a business plan? Do my plan. And I wrote it. And it got across to them that I was the one who did it. So they called me and they said, no, I need to resign. On a Friday, why will I resign? This agreement, it was a writing that I can do business. Why will you do it for your contemporary? It will take our kids and all that. It was on a Friday. I was confused. I got into church on Sunday. Just listen to me. And I got into the church on Sunday. The man who preached when I gave my life together again, after I got married, you know, I gave my life together so many times. Uh, I t- give it, I take it back, give it, take it back. So, Dr. Ajayi just came to me. He said, he said Brother Ali, he said, 
you are losing your job. I said, who told you? He said, our contract is just leaving. Can you come and check our book whether you can handle our accounts? He said, me, <laughs> And I went there. And I look at it on a Monday morning. I didn't go to school. They were expecting me in school. So I checked the something and I, ah, I can do this job. And the accountant was still sitting in. So they now asked me to audit the whole hospital. So I was there for like staff audit, book audit, everything. I was doing that for two weeks. So they would pay me separate for that. And the, the salary offered me was like twice what I was earning as a teacher anyway. So I picked the, his car. Drop down to the school that same Monday to go and resign. What I'm saying is this. When you are feasible in church, God will be feasible to you. Amen. God identify whatever you are. Listen, virtually every job I did in Nigeria except the last one was channeled to the church. I won't tell anybody my issues. God will just direct somebody's. But can I tell you I was, my wife would be at this, I was in, uh, what class they call, um, workers in training, when I started teaching the workers. I got in there, they, whenever the teacher is not around, it will say, bro, start teaching it. That's the manual. I was ready to do anything. When I was in Dr. Jai, I was saying it here, I assisted operation. I was a driver. The only thing they didn't ask me to do was cook. I can do anything. I, no, they didn't allow me to take delivery. <laughs> I will even enter. But I was doing, I was joining the clinic. If the clinic now didn't come and we are changing patient out, I go into the room, I clean it, I lay the beds. I was running it like my own. God wants you to be feasible wherever you are. The opportunity to make a change may be where you are. are we, am I talking to somebody? The opportunity to make a change. Listen, do you know to make a change is very simple. We all saw the change in the choir, in, in, in the instrumentalist. How many Sundays has this brother been here? Two or three Sundays. Hallelujah. And the first Sunday we saw them doing two, three. Huh? You are, what I'm saying is this. What change are you making for being part of this house? Are you part of those that will be in the crowd discussing what is going on wrong? Or you are part of the solution? As what kind of this house? You need to be part of the solutions. And can I shock you? God expects even those little kids to be workers. Hallelujah. The youth, we call one of them uh, class captain. Why? Maybe the teacher is able to rely on, her, on him. Maybe he's doing what is expected. The children's section will start. You will notice somebody will stand out in the children's section. Can you stand out of the park too? Hallelujah. There are so much for us to do for us to build this house together. 
I know I carry the biggest brunt as the senior pastor of the church. But can I tell you, you can do better than me in this church. Baba um, Kumuyi gave it, he was teaching, and he said, God show him heaven. He said, when he gets into the gate of heaven, he saw a big mansion, and he saw one small chaos. And he said he was walking towards the big mansion. And the angel tapped him and said, hey, that chaos is yours. He was not saying, ah, who did they prepare that mansion for? And he said they point to an old woman in the church who was always on her knee praying for the salvation of soul of people. That he has one more crown than the man that gathered them together. So it, at times, it is not the position. It is what you do. I've seen people clean toilet into glory. I continue, I mean, I give this example virtually every year in this. The Bush family in the U.S., God promised them they will not lose the presidential seat of U.S. Why? Because they cleaned the chapel. So when they are in the White House as a president, they still go to the chapel and clean the chapel. A whole president sneaking in to mop, to clean the chapel before everybody wake up. Because it's a legacy they protect. What are you doing? What are you doing to bring a change to where you are? I'm telling you, the revival has already started though. If you don't notice it, I've noticed it in my house. Uh, I shout every Sunday morning. I am telling you, in about three, four Sundays, I have never raised my voice once. Virtually, today, I was the last to come to church in my family. It has never happened. No, no, it may look like a love matter. When they left, I went on my knee and said, Father, thank you. No, you don't know what it means to me. I am a, I'm somebody who keeps time strongly. Church, God is calling you and me to serve in this house. These chairs are empty because you have not spoken to somebody about your God. What grow church is one bring one. What grow church is one bring one, not one chase one away, not one encourage one to leave. What 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 grow church is one bring one. Somebody is not in church. Did you make effort to call? Or did someone say I am tired? And you say ah, okay okay, you need to be tired. I myself next Sunday I don't think I will go. You already projected to next Sunday. Hallelujah. Or you encourage him. In rounding up, UK is a country that will take church away from you if you are not careful. UK, this United Kingdom. America is different. America, you see an average people will go to church. You won't see children playing on their field. Maybe the state, all the states have been used to playing on Sunday morning. There's no extra pay on Sunday in the U.S. It's the same rate like 
during the week. But in UK, they'll pay you double for, for, for Sunday. They will do, in fact, they will, your employer will force you to work on Sunday if you are not careful. So there are so many forces affecting your faith. The question is at times it is difficult for you to stand for yourself. But I'm telling you, if you take it to God, if you take it to God, God can melt the mind and the heart of anybody. Whether it is your manager, whether it is your director, God can melt their heart. But before God will melt their heart, God will see your own input. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's look at it. Romans 8, 37, in rounding up, and I close. He said, nay. Romans 8, 37. He said, nay. In all these, put it up, in all these things, we are more than conqueror through him that love us. To win in life is easy. But in winning, put God first. Put God first. And please, church, any day you are not in church, let somebody feel you are not there. Can I repeat that? If, some, uh, if any of these choirs is not in church, we should know that they are not in church if they are active. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If I'm singing, you give me microphone, you will know I'm in church because I'll be jumping in and out of key every minute. So if you now listen to the song on the Sunday and everything goes on smoothly, you know, oh, pastor is not in. It may sound negative, but you know I will sing if I'm in church. Hallelujah. Uh, look at how I put all of you to test the choir today. God gave me a song yesterday. Immediately I came, bro, I was asking you. I said, do you know this, sir? Because since yesterday, I woke up middle of the night. God told me somebody's going to sing that song within the next six weeks. That the Lord has done it for me. He said, I have glorified you before. I will glorify you again. Amen. Hallelujah. So church, it is a call for service. It is a call to do something in the house of God. Nobody is small to do things. Nobody is big. In the process of your doing, your problem will make a way. And the problem, in the process of satisfying the life of others, God satisfy your own needs. Hallelujah. So please, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. Through him, the love of God loves you whatever how. I was listening to one man of God preaching. He said, God as the fire. He said, but he's expecting you to put your step forward before he releases the fire. Until you take a step of faith, something doesn't happen. Until you begin to serve, something don't happen. Until you begin to act in faith. Until you begin to take step in the right direction, some things do not happen. 
So only one of the ten went back to Jesus and he started glorifying God. And Jesus said, go your way. Your faith has made you whole. What makes you whole is your faith. The Bible says, now faith. It is now faith. Not before faith. Not future faith. Now faith. I pray that the grace of God will keep you. The message of the Lord will keep you. And the anointing of God will keep you. In the name of Jesus, bow your heads and let me just pray for you. Father in heaven, I've released the word to you, to your children. Just as you put it in my mind and you put it in my hand. Lord, it's a call for service for all of us, including myself. Lord, teach us to do your will. Teach us to serve, O oh God. Teach us to fill the gap. Teach us to fill the void, O oh God. That, Lord, your house will be glorified. Not only that, Lord, that you will reward us, O oh God. Because the Bible says you are the rewarder of them that diligently seek you. Lord, as we serve in seeking you, Lord, reward us bountifully, O oh God. Thank you, mighty Father. In Jesus' majestic name, we pray. Let's put our hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah.